Welcome to Mental Breaks, the podcast that's all about exploring the fundamental principles that guide our spiritual lives. I'm your host, DJ Alan McCoy, and I'm thrilled you're here. Whether you're deeply committed to your spiritual practice or simply curious about the principles that underpin it, this podcast may be for you. We believe that by understanding and applying spiritual principles, we can lead more fulfilling and compassionate and potentially even joyful lives. Each week, we'll explore a different spiritual principle, such as love, gratitude, forgiveness, discipline, and many others. We'll hear from guests who are experts in their fields and have unique perspectives on how to apply these principles in our daily lives. Our goal is to create a safe and welcoming space where you can deepen your understanding of spiritual principles and connect with others on a similar journey. Whether you're seeking inspiration, guidance, or simply a community of like-minded individuals, you can find it here. Thank you for joining us on this exploration of spiritual principles. This is Mental Breaks, and I'm your host, DJ Alan McCoy. Let's get this started. And all right, so did you have a spiritual principle that you specifically wanted to discuss, talk about? Mm. No, I'm going to leave that up to you with your questions. Okay, how do you uh, approach difficult or challenging situations with integrity or other spiritual principles? Um, you know what, maybe, maybe, you know what? <laughs> going right into it. We're going right into it. We're going right into it. Um, first, first you know, say, say something, uh, you know, who are you? Where, you know, so my, from doesn't have to be any of that, you know. I'm Rex. I uh, am from Tennessee. Was raised in Texas. I have go up and fixing to have two years clean. Um, next month. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, man. I love it. I got sober in Nashville, Tennessee, and have not left nice. since. Um, uh, that's about it. Okay. Nice. I like it. So what do you do on like you know uh, for not necessarily work but uh, your day to day life? Tell me about that. Um, so it is my day to day life is consumed by work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work a full time job as an electrician for a residential company, and then I work a full time job also uh, the rest of the time as a house manager for Scott Faulkner and Aaron Ham at Recovery on Wildview. Nice, nice at Creekside. Nice. And you're also a singer, guitarist. I am a singer. I was a musician for over 20 years in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Um, I haven't been doing that as much lately as I'd like to. Why not? Uh, because I'm consumed by this. Okay. I think I'm. I think my life is being led in a different direction. Okay. Towards maybe helping people other than providing music for them. Okay. In different ways, yeah. It's understandable. I get that. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so back to the, uh, you know. So repeat the question. <laughs> All right. For you always, how do you approach difficult or challenging situations with, you know, spiritual principles in your life? You know, integrity, perseverance, <laughs> disciplines, stuff like that. So I, I, my approach to it is a, is a, uh, what's, no reservations type approach so I, I don't it's no matter what I'm going to do this so if if I have uh, if I'm supposed to be doing the right thing no matter what I'm going to do it mm-hmm. and it's like I just have to force myself to do that so if 
if um if there's you know if i'm in a place that requires there's rules no cursing i'm i'm not going to curse mm-hmm. and if i do i immediately you know go to my higher power ask for forgiveness ask the other people that are around me for forgiveness and and admit that i'm not a messed up mm-hmm. i just try really hard to stick to that boundary mm-hmm. today humility yeah. humility okay and integrity, you know. Yeah. Try. I try. I'm not perfect. Try. I mean, I'm I'm constantly messing up, but then that's where I can, uh, you know, lean on other people who've been where I'm at, mm-hmm. maybe. Okay. So, when the, there's you have the you know do you understand the the feeling of like when you you know when you mess up you know what I mean like, yes guilt where shame it, where it'll come back in a different form like in later in life where mm-hmm. it's just like and it's just like Poof. yeah. And you know the world, the world gets real small. Everything is just hyper right. focused, but it's also extremely far away. Um, that um, that feeling, I, I you know, I've learned, um, you know, it, it's it's the moment where I know I've messed up, and there's a, there's a, there's a hard way to make a uh, okay so in the moment right mm-hmm. is like i'll become stuck froze right um and is there a way like that you've found that has been able to get you out of it yes in the like in the moment where you're just stuck and you can't move yes so i review everything that happened so like when I, when that happens and i realize that i messed up i look at the situation and go what happened what were my thoughts what was my process why did i make the decision that i made um where did i go wrong and usually when i look at it like that i can figure out um you know what i was angry already because my boss said this and i didn't deal with that and so it led me to be angry in this situation and i made that decision hastily because i was angry so usually i just do an inventory and i like i process it all and i usually have to do that unfortunately later at night when i'm at home after the fact Mm -hmm. and so i figure out where i went wrong and then i apply that to future future circumstances especially when i'm in that situation again so like that example specifically where my boss makes me mad because that happens a lot Mm -hmm. a lot i have to calm down i have to forgive him because i you know like i'm just being this is really personal but i have to forgive him because he's miserable and then i have to remember that i was there at one point in my life and i just move forward yeah yeah okay Okay, so do you think that there's a way that when we're in the in the you know in the thick of it, mm-hmm. um, that we can minimize the effect that it has on us? What guilt, shame? Yeah, uh, my higher power. That's how I do it. Um, it's a constant prayer. Like I feel like I'm constantly, not necessarily praying, but meditating maybe or praying. You know, silently. I, it's constant asking for help. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's a, a Buddhist thing where it's not like walking meditation yeah. like, like mindfulness is what you know the buddhists teach about a lot really yeah where it's just like the complete and under wholeness of being right here presently wherever you are you know what i mean like always that um 
on that, I try to take like when I do like a, a what went wrong kind of an inventory. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that's really helped me is the things that are past, like the actual act of it or the guilt of it. I let go. I'm like, take this from me because all I need to take from this inventory is what I need to do in the future. Mm-hmm. So that helps a lot too. So like, when, especially if I'm wrong, you know, hey, I make mistakes. I'm wrong. Let it go. It's over with. Mm-hmm. I'll do it differently in the future. Okay. Um. So you're talking about a, a you know a decent amount about humility and compassion. It feels like right. Mm-hmm. So there's some things that have been uh, st- popping up in my life recently where I'll I'll have people in my life where they'll do things that'll remind me of my old life, if you will, and. I'll know where they're wrong at. I'll know, you know what I mean? Because I'll see where I was. I'll see myself. I won't see them. I'll see me from an earlier date and time, right? Um, and this happened actually recently at the house that I live with. Uh, there's a guy there, and you know, he's, just, he's just where I was, it feels like, you know, a few years ago. Right. Um, and then there's another guy in my life who was where I would like to be, right, if right. you will. Um, and the first one, the one that was where I would like to be, uh, was, you know, like I felt hurt and whatnot. Right. Okay. Um, and then I was annoyed with the other one. So what I did was, and the, the, the first one, like I consider him a dear friend. Right. So what I chose to do, I feel like was try to make a change in my own behavior to, if you will, love the person that I could once, what may once turn into. Okay. Um, and there's a spiritual principle called brotherly love. Brotherly love. Um, and I feel like that's kind of maybe what it was, um, because like in doing that, it kind of gave me the, the clear, somewhat of a clarity of mind where I was able to turn it around and then go back in a later date and time and, actually practice a little bit of love and tolerance and some understanding with if you will my older younger self Mm -hmm. my past self have you had any experiences like that exactly like that so that's one of the spiritual principles brotherly love that i use a lot is that probably since you asked that question that's probably the one that i go to the most and here's the what i do with that is i try to go back to where i was mentally which is really hard for me sometimes yeah but um i so i'll let i will uh i approach it with love and compassion to a person mm-hmm. if, if we're talking about people specifically i will approach it with love and compassion but i will also remember how i reacted and apply that to not everybody's the same but i'll apply that to how they react and so i'll let them come to me like i'm dealing with an uh, 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 incident right now where i have a guy at my house and he's going through it and so like I'll tell him what I need to tell him to get the information across, but at that point I remember how I was. So brotherly love at that point in my life wasn't enough for me, because um, I've had people love try to love me through it mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. 
yeah. it was on me to make that decision. So I'll remember that and go, okay, so it's on him. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just give them space, which I think is an act of brotherly love too. Yeah, yes, because um, the act of enabling right. can be right there with it. You know, if if it's just, like, I can love somebody to death. I mean, where it's like, there's different aspects of, I feel like, love for me. You know, first and foremost today, as the man that I'm, trying to become um is honesty wholeheartedly i'd rather you hurt my feelings today than bury me with a lie mm-hmm. you know what i mean absolutely like, tell me the truth even it's going to hurt my feelings the second the third all of that um i, I would agree with that because it's because if, you, if you're ready to listen to the truth you can you're ready for change mm-hmm. i think yeah um and like my parents they loved me you know, I mean, as best as they could. They, you know, they probably still do love me. I hope they do. Um, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so the you know the the double edged sword of that I feel like is almost the the radical acceptance, which is another part of love. Right. You know I mean, like <clears throat> I radically accept you exactly how you are, even though there are certain things that you're doing in your life that you know what I mean? Like, not you, but like me. Like, right. it's it's like, well, this is gonna hurt you later on, but you don't want to listen, so it's like, fuck it. Um. Ooh, man, dude, I've I go through that all the time. All I go through I go I go through that all the time with really close friends too, mm-hmm. and it's like, hmm, it, that I have to. Uh, that's something else I have to let my higher power handle because I get I get twisted on it. I get like I want you to do it my way. You know, I want you to do it like this. Why aren't you listening to me? Uh why are you behaving that way? Don't they know uh, who you think you yeah, are? Yeah, don't you don't you know who I think you know I think I know who you are? <laughs> but yeah. Like if you would just do this and then I'm like Yeah, but let it go. Yeah. And that's really hard, especially when it's somebody really close. I can name some names, but oh, yeah. we're not going to rattle them off real quick. <laughs> um, which I feel like the the solution to that is partially self discipline, self control, mm-hmm. knowing where to kind of draw a line, not for them, but for you, yeah, but for but for, for me, me. Yeah. yeah. It's like you know, I'm willing to go out out of my way today to you know be of service to the next man or woman or child or whatever. To be like, look, this is what's going on. This is the actual reality. This is because there was a long time, you know, call it 28 years, you know, was still me with some clean time, you know, in that where I was living in a false reality. Yeah. I mean, I was just not really present in, you know, in my own life and in others' lives and you know, just looking at, you know, things from a clear black and white perspective. Yeah. Um, And in the more that I've lived in that, I've had to be like, okay, so... If someone comes to me with a problem or whatever, I'll say my piece, and then that's it. And then it, it's uh, there was a there was a, a buddy that I was living with, and it was he would come to me, ask my opinion, my you know blah blah blah, my experience, whatever. I would give it to him. He would go do the opposite. Do it again. Go do the opposite. Do it again. Go do the opposite. Ooh, how do you deal with that, dog? Today I don't. I don't need to. Is is, um, it was uh, it was wasting my time, right? And like, I'm not gonna condo- continue to condone behaviors if you don't want to listen to me. At that point, 
all he was really doing, trying whether he knew it or not, was trying to bring me down. You know, it was you know it was like making me think that um, the things that I was saying were were not wrong, not, not correct. Enough. My experience in life wasn't right. Right. Uh, you know, in in that in that sense, like it could have. Do you still give him advice? Fuck no. That's my boy. No, sir, dude. I, I, I don't even, I don't, I don't have him blocked because I don't want to answer his calls. And that way, like, the, the phone, the calls will come in and it's like, you know what? I know he's calling me, so it's like, I don't want to answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know I mean, so it's like, you know, I mean, I've changed my phone number five times in the last few years, you know? Yeah. Um, as, as I do. But, There's, I'm willing to meet with him and whatnot, and you know, and be honest with him and all this, that, and the third. Um, I will, however, as far as him, not go outside of my way. Right. Uh, at this point where he has shown me where I lie, and I've realized where he believes that I lie in his, in his life, I will now go, like, I will meet on my terms. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's very uh, strong of you to do because I get frustrated. Oh, yeah. I want to say, listen, but you know, like, yeah, because my ego takes over. Yeah, yeah, but so radical acceptance mm-hmm. and the other kicker to solve, you know, ego is like, you know what? Ultimate detachment. Yeah, you know I mean, boundaries. I, I don't care. It's, it's, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to choose to not allow it to affect me. Right. Whatever it is. You know what I mean? I want to listen. Cool. I'm going to say my piece and like, boop. Yeah. Um, and I feel like with that, a lot of different doors and opportunities and pathways in life can open up where we can really start to be of more service to our fellow man. Cause I think we were talking about before we started this, uh, how, jobs and whatnot yeah, i think you were talking about yeah. yeah um jobs and whatnot oh i work my job so that way i can do this and blah, 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 blah. which i feel like we're kind of looking at it wrong as a civilization you know what i mean yeah which i live with let's call it seven other men right you know different walks of life different jobs different careers all this that and the third um but some of the people that i've looked up to over the last few years the way that they view life is they're of service to their fellow man. They have found themselves into jobs, um, careers, placements, all this, that, and third, where their skills, their, their minds, their bodies, their emotions, everything, every aspect of their life is dedicated to serving others. Right. Um, and Which we- is funny you say that because with my job, the, the main reason... The, I mean, there's a bunch of little reasons. Like my boss is uh, miserable, so he makes us miserable, or I have to do all the work, or anything like that. But the main reason that um, that I don't like my job is because the only way I'm of service in my job to somebody is making them richer. And, and it kind of, for that reason, I will eventually quit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Change my career. I get it. I, I mean, 
since the beginning of you know 2023 you know it's april i've probably worked nine different jobs you know which is kind of wild um but it's not because i knew each one of these different random jobs they were not going to fulfill me they were not going to put me into a position where i could help more people mm. you know what i mean damn just kind of punched me in the throat <laughs> Um, and all these, which, you know, is partially out of ego, you know what I mean? Because I want to, I want to be, you know what I mean? But if, if in my spirit, if in my heart, um, you know, if in my spiritual connection with the universe or whatever, um, if I feel as if I am being guided to help more people on a daily basis, Why would I not? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you live, you know, you're not live charge, or however many, you know, seven people call it, right? You, you are a guide for seven people. That's, that's, and you were just talking about this, uh, this other place that, uh, you know, 26, I think you said? 17? Hustle Recovery? Yeah. 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 Um, the Kingdom. The kingdom. That's a powerful name. That's wild. All right. That's wild. <laughs> I like it. It's crazy you bring that up. I feel like in my, as far as helping people and in my spiritual life, I'm starting to feel like just, which is fine with me. I'm okay with it. This is, I mean, it's fine. I'm starting to feel like a waypoint. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like people are on a journey and I'm stuck right here and I'm supposed to help them pass this waypoint. Okay. And it kind of gets monotonous. But yes, if that's what I'm supposed to be doing, then that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Okay. I, um, okay, so you're, you've becoming very skilled at the spiritual position of where you are at, it sounds like. Okay. Where it's becoming easier. That. Where it's becoming somewhat easier. Yeah. Whatnot, right? It's the punches are a little bit... Not necessarily, the punches are still the same blow, but it's a little bit easier to take them. It feels like it's not so much as it's not so much personal. So when I first got to this waypoint, or when I first became this, when I first started learning how to do this. It was very personal. I would take a personal interest <laughs> in these in these people that I was trying to help. And yeah. now it's not so personal. It's like, hey, go that way, dog. Yeah. If you turn right, don't blame me. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the big G word, right? Mm-hmm. God. Who's that? You let me know when you find out. <laughs> okay, so an acronym that I often use is grow or die. Yeah. Growth or decay. Yeah. Hey, man, that's good. Right? I like it. I might put that on a shirt. Come on. Bro, we can sell a million of them. Stay tuned. That might be the same. Um, Catholics will have to get their part, though. <laughs> that was a joke. Thank you. Get in line. <laughs> I made a wild post today. You know, that's breaking it up. It's not wild. It's not definitely not not in my top ten. Anyways, grow or die. Spiritually, we are always in just life, really. Mm-hmm. We are always growing, one way or another. We are always in a constant state of change. Constant. Nothing can ever actually stay the same. We are like even the world, like we're literally moving. Huh. So therefore, we will not be in the same place. Fluid. Mm-hmm. Um. So. And I feel like as 
with a bunch of self-reflection and uh, the, the mindfulness and all these other little different things, we can look back on our lives previously and see the negativity and the hurt that we were causing ourselves and others and commit to making changes where we bring about a purpose of servitude um, to the greatest connection that there is, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. So something that's been lost or more so uh, you, you look at it, you know, throughout history with all the different little civilizations and whatnot, right? Once they get to a certain point, they get so big, what happens? They fall apart. They fall apart. Um, you know, and it's happened with all of them. Every single one. Um, and I don't want to go too deep in this little avenue um, just to give you just enough to understand what I'm talking about. Right? So a big chunk of our society today and whatnot, I feel it has been looking to silence the voices of those of the light workers. People who are honest and can look at life Come on. without the need to you know, prove points, mm-hmm. um, without the, the need to be liked, to be loved. You know I mean, because once one loves oneself, that the possibility of saying, look, this is the truth, whether you like it or not, it doesn't matter. Right. The truth is the truth. We cannot hide from that. Right. Um, and I feel like our society today is kind of it's huge. Yeah. I mean, cancel culture. Yeah, cancel you know, culture. Man, the whole, the whole racism thing. Like, there are certain truths that it doesn't make it racist just because it's true. Mm-hmm. Or the whole feminist movement, and you know, or the whole transgender thing. Not to not to hurt anybody's feelings, but like. Yeah, but like, here's the thing: like, it's it's you cannot hide from the truth. If there's one thing that is universal; it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not to get graphic, but boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. That is truth. Yeah, facts. And so when we start to blur that, we start messing up the whole thing. Yeah, I get it. And then we start vilifying people who are on their opinions and who are speaking their truth. You know, have been shunned. You know excommunicated from society, start really being right. looked down upon. People destroy their families over all these different woe is me. Right. The selfishness. Selfishness is a disease. You know what I mean? How can I get the most out of you? Yeah. Yeah. It you is. Know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like and then by you, doing and that, all I'm doing is trying just to fucking just suck all your energy out from you. Yeah. And then leave you in a worse place than what and that is not my intention. My intention is to build build you up, build myself up, and then hopefully find a third party that can also be built. Right. And uh, kind of spiritually awakened. I think that... Um, you want to hear a crazy theory of mine? Oh, always. I love them. <laughs> I think that... So, and I'm not trying to get religious or anything, but I've read a lot of ancient texts, I'll just say. Do it. And uh, <laughs> it says that there will be 
a point in time where there will be uh, in different different texts, not just one. It's going to sound mm-hmm. familiar, but um, that there will be diseases that we don't understand, and that there will be workers, spiritual workers, in place. And man, dude, that sounds like an addict to me. Like these, you take you take addicts who have been through the the fires of the world, mm-hmm. and then the, the ones who make it, the, the that builds their strength because that's how you that's how you refine metal you heat it you you mm-hmm. torture it until it gets until it gets stronger yeah. and then these man dude, i just think that there's a place that, that we're being put into place for 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 uh especially addicts and alcoholics and people with those mental diseases are being put into place to, as workers of this world because we Man, it's it's uh some of the people who've never experienced this, um, you know, will go shoot up a school. Yeah, and to deal with it, and then those of us who've experienced it will be like, okay, it's not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Very much so. Um. There's there's a few things here, and they're all connected. They're all from different sources and whatnot. Um, weak times create strong men. Strong, strong men create weak. weak. E- easy times. Easy times. Easy times create, create weak, weak men. men. Love that saying. And it's a cycle. Yep. It's a fucking cycle. And it happens all the time. It's like a water cycle. Yeah. I mean, here's the deal. I don't know why we just can't. There's, there's got to be a it, it, the human the human uh, defect of humans is that mm-hmm. if they would if you would just make a decision is is mental and spiritual decision if you would just make a decision to stay constant. Mm-hmm. So with that cycle, right? Um, there's a solution, if you will, where suffering creates growth right so i feel okay i'm, I'm gonna paraphrase this um, you might be familiar with it some agnostics talk about it those people yeah we as we as people crushed by a self-imposed crisis could neither postpone or evade right we either had to admit that either spiritual connectedness of the universe is everything or, or it is nothing. Right. Right. You know, change some words in there, paraphrase all right. of it. What was our choice to be? The first half of that. We as people crushed by self imposed crisis. There's a there's a there's a sliver of belief in there that I chose this life that I live. Right. I chose all of the pain to go through. Right. Um, whether it was conscious or unconscious at the time, there's a part of me that believes I was sent here to experience that pain so I could, ex- so I could connect with those certain people after the fact, the ones that were unwilling to endure the certain, endure the certain amount of pain. Right. right? So that kind of goes back to what I was talking about. And maybe mm-hmm. addicts are the, the, the light workers, as you say, mm-hmm. as, as it said, whatever. So, with with coming out on the other side of that, right, where the acknowledgement of the 
um, you know, the spirit, the connection with the, with the universe is actually there. And when we believe to come into contact with it, we are, we then have the power and the capability and the, the solution to really grow through anything in life. It's a proven ground. As long as we stay connected. And then, like, and we know how to stay connected. Test. Like, I mean, the whole, earth, this, this could be just a test planet, you know. This could just be the ultimate test as a training ground, as you, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, dude, I, I would agree with that. Here's, like, how I deal with that is, I don't believe that this is real. I believe that we are spiritual beings first, mm-hmm. and this is just a dot on the map. Yeah. If that makes sense. And uh, maybe we're learning something here. Maybe we're uh, being trained here. I don't know. Uh I do know that it's all for it's not all for nothing. Mm-hmm. That the the universe is too, the, the 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 universe is too big. It, it's too designed. Yeah, there there is. It's not you know, and they're and they're discovering that more and more every day. You know the what is it? Boz, the Higgins, uh, the God particle, the um, you know. The fact that there are other, seriously, the fact that there are other dimensions, the fact that we are in, our DNA is intelligently designed and that we all come from the same place and it's all the same thing. Whether it be aliens, universe, God, old man in the clouds, um, what's that lady with all the arms? God, I hope it's not her. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm not serious. Like, so, I mean, Whatever it is, we are all, it's, it's, it's a proving ground. Uh, and, and you're either going to, you know, sink or swim. Mm-hmm. You know the, the term self-sacrifice, right? I guess I'm familiar with it. You're not going to ask me to do it, are you? No, sir. No, sir. I'm just kidding. Never that. Um, <laughs> never would have either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, but self-sacrifice in and of itself can be used. It, it it's not necessary. Mm. It's not. No. Yeah, you know, it doesn't need to be Mm-mm. because at that point, the the. It forces people to learn the ultimate detachment, which in and of itself can actually be a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the loss. Because, you know, if we look at time, you know, there's, there's, can you show me time? You can show me a clock. You can show me this. You know, I, mean, I don't think it exists. Time is it's a, just perception. Yeah, it's, it's our best way to describe something that we can't control. Right. Um, so therefore, like, if nothing, like, if time is not relative, or time is more more so relative to how we act and what we choose to put constraints on our own lives, right? Um, 
we substitute the time, get that out of the way, and dive more so into the spiritual connectedness and the spiritual impulse to guide us 100% unequivocally without failure, I feel more so would be the way to overcome a lot of the pains, a lot of the hurts, a lot of the, the shortcomings, the failures. But it, it's got to be kept in check also, also at the same time where it's... You're, you're kind of talking about exactly what I believe, actually. Yes. So, like, please. Like, a, for lack of a better context and for lack of a better language, just because my simple mind will only allow me to explain it like this, ascension. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, like, seriously, like, that's the whole point of these ancient religions and things and the spirituality is to get to the place that we're all a part of and we're trying to get to. And, and uh, if you can not look at things like time and not look at things like space, you are able to transcend those things. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, it's a proving ground. It's how you learn to do that. Go ahead. Tara. No, no, no. That's, that's exactly, yes. You're correct. Holy shit, that never happens. That's the way. That is the way where it's like, I, that's, that's far, you know, that's what I believe. That's, that's more so it's just like, there's a next level of, right. you know, call it evolution, call, right. it, call it awakening, call it transcendence, just leveling up. And, but I feel too many of us on, on this physical realm that are still living solely when we're not connecting and we're not looking for the spiritual evolution. Right. We see so we speak about leveling up, and then people talk about the car, the house, right? The girl, it's the this. It's that. all physical. That's addiction. It's like yes. so, like so, so you 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 are not leveling up because you're you're a spiritual being. You're supposed to level up spiritually, and we fill it with all this physical. We throw all this physical uh, solution at it, and it's not a physical solution. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Hey. What's up, podcast? How y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about you. <laughs> you didn't think you were one of us? Hey. <laughs> Damn, I wish my sponsor was here to witness this greatness. <laughs> um, okay, so one of the things that with uh, my, my community, right? Our community, if you will. Right. Um, Bill Gates, part of that community? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Because, because he's a spiritual being. Yeah, he is. You know what I mean? He is. Yeah. A, a struggle that I've had is when someone will say, oh, this and that and the third, they haven't gone through it like I have. They're not a fill in the blank. Right. And then I'm sitting there connecting more so with that other person. And like the self doubt um, that the other person just put in me, you know, what I'm saying like where it's like, oh, this person doesn't think that I'm actually a good fit to be here. You know what I mean? Right. Um, We're talking about with our yeah. Within you want to hear my theory on that? Always. Okay, so. <laughs> As we said, it's a spiritual journey, and this has been going on since the beginning of time. If you look back at, like, uh, the ancient history of opium and, like, 
uh, hallucinogens and it, even probably possibly marijuana and not so much I guess as the newer the newer like cocaine methamphetamine stuff like that but like alcohol even mm-hmm. um, people used it ancient people used it as a spiritual awakening like to get to a God consciousness or whatever so I believe that we are spiritual beings as far as addicts and, and, and alcoholics go we are spiritual beings that have been on this path forever because there is no time mm-hmm. and we are behind the pack mm-hmm. we are behind the pack so the universe is throwing us into that addiction to speed us up and it's not where people get confused it's not the drug mm-hmm. that is the spiritual journey the vehicle for spiritual journey it is the process okay. of the drug that allows you to move forward it's the process of the the suffering mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, people would take DMT to have a spiritual awakening. It's not the DMT that's going to allow you to have the spiritual awakening. It's the experience of the journey and the outcome from that experience. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? In a sense, are are, are we speaking on the the ability to control? Absolutely. Okay, this is what I was getting Yeah, at. absolutely. It's a spirit. You are spiritually sick. You're going to only here's the thing there's there's a reason why there are addicts and what people call normies mm-hmm. okay some of the norm don't get me wrong some of the normies are you know need to go on a spiritual journey <laughs> kick them out there but um but i mean it maybe it's it, and i don't know because i'm not god so i don't know if it's that we are further along or we're further behind mm. And that's what we needed to sell us. Hey, this, again, this could be my ego, but maybe it's because we're further along than everybody else. And we're getting that final training in. You know, we're getting that, uh, we're getting that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Awakening mm-hmm. for everybody else. And, you know, we have to go through pain and misery to get it, but it's worth it because yeah. you can't make a glow stick shine unless you break it oh fire i like that okay okay so how if, if i was someone that was starting to feel some along along like along the same lines as you know as us about some of these same spiritual beliefs how would be the best way to go about finding some of these solutions that you know that that they might feel like we are on, if you will, or or what would be the best way to just ask for guidance? Um, in your opinion. I would suggest... See, that's a, there's a very fine line there yeah. because, because it, it is a very personal thing and it is also a very group conscious thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, without a doubt, you cannot go on a spiritual journey mm-hmm. without a god because you'll end up in another world i mean you gotta have you've got to have some form of path to follow mm-hmm. therefore there's the ancient religions follow me where did i come from you know follow me um be like me be like the tree be like water bruce lee you know what i'm saying there's got to be a spiritual guide there's got to be some path to follow 
So if I could give anybody advice, it's to pick the path of this resistance for you, but don't conform to that path. Don't mm-hmm. say, oh, this is the only path, yeah. because that's not true. Because mm-hmm. that whole path has got many different lanes on the highway. Yeah, it can be perceived many different ways. Right. You know I mean, um, look where uh, people are right rather than where they are wrong. Right. Right. Um, seek to be guided. Seek to be guided. Mm-hmm. I guess the most important piece of advice would be, you don't know, so be open. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I hate to quote, I hate to quote the program, but be open. <laughs> be be uh, willing and, and you know, to be honest, honest about it. And, it. and if you can do that, man, that's the basic principle of any fucking spiritual program. Mm-hmm. You just cut about it. Um. Can you hit that out? Nah. Can't? I can. Do you want yeah. me to? Fuck no. That's man. right. Come on. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> unscripted. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Hey, man, if you're on a spiritual journey, words aren't bad. Only people. Ooh. Come on. Some uh, of the best people I met were tatted in the face. That's right. Some of the best people I've ever met cussed like a sailor. My mom's never drank or smoked. She's a saint. That's all for this episode of Mental Breaks. Thank you so much for listening and for being part of our community. We hope you've gained some valuable insights and practical tips on how to apply spiritual principles to your life. Remember, spirituality is a journey, not a destination. And it's okay to take small steps and make gradual progress. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to our podcast or sharing it and leaving us some feedback. Your feedback helps us improve and reach more people who can benefit from our content. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to hear about a specific spiritual principle, feel free to reach out to us on social media or through our website at amp.media. That's A-M-P-P dot media. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep exploring the wonderful world of spirituality. And remember to always lead with love, kindness, and compassion. And my personal favorite, understanding. This is Mental Breaks, and I'm your host, DJ Alan McCoy.